Okay, Chris from a bevy of bloods here with a special guest, uh, head of the Rainbow Swans, number one ticket holder for the AFL Swans this year, 2023, and all-round guru and Swans fanatic, Serena Jackson. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much for meeting, and especially at such a timely, uh, timely time. It is um, preparing for Pride Round this Thursday against St Kilda. So, Serena, can I just kick off by asking you about yourself, about the Swans, the love of it? How did it all come together? It's funny. I, my first team um, was was <clears throat> Carlton, uh, but that's only because I think it was 1987, um, and I can't remember. I could be wrong on the year, but I was taken to an AFL game, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't do or traditionally don't like doing what everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And the other 40 people there were supporting Sydney. So, no, there was a few more than 40. But uh, so I became a Carlton supporter and I and I had got a scarf that day and I wore it everywhere. But that was the end because uh, in, this is 1987 and there's nothing, there's no phone or app or anything. So you could only rely upon the very small snippet of AFL scores each week in the Monday paper. Yeah, no uh, so I became not a Carlton fan and became, a Swans fan because you could get a little bit more about them and you could actually go to a game. Uh, And then in 1997, I moved to Melbourne, um, spent 10 years down there uh, and and sort of became a lot more AFL passionate because it is part of every day. Through the 90s, obviously 96 wasn't a great year, but um, through the 90s, Sydney became more known as an AFL team and and a town. Um, but certainly my love, my absolute deep-rooted <laughs> passion mm-hmm. came uh, in the early 2000s. Brilliant. That's fantastic. And what, what is it with the number one ticket holders? Yourself and Adam Spencer both started off as Carlton supporters. I know, but I was probably for like four or five games. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not, let's not. They're not my second team yes, now. Okay. They're nothing. I love it when we beat them. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing about Carlton that I like really that much anymore. Actually, I don't really like many teams, um, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm very one-eyed. Um, but yes, Adam did follow them for slightly longer than I did. Mm-hmm, he did, he did. We'll keep him to that. That's okay. Um, so tell me your journey um, to become the number one ticket holder and of course the head of the Rainbow Swans. Tell us all about that initiative. It's such an exciting week, Pride Week, uh, Pride Round in particular. So yeah, tell us all about that. Well, Rainbow Swans date back to about 2003. So actually the the LGBTIQ community with the Swans has gone back. There used to be a group called the Swan Tits that Mm -hmm. uh, were like the Swanettes, but they were in drag. They dated, I think, early late 80s, early 90s. Um, There's certainly some photos floating around of them. So the support, um, obviously, from our community to the Swans is long, long standing. But in 2003, Rainbow Swans became sort of an unofficial group through Yahoo groups and email chat forums (laughs) way back when. Same age. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we are. I wasn't um, a, a member at that time, but in... Uh, I think it's 2015, I could be wrong, but 2015 um, we became an official supporter group of the Swans uh, and we incorporated and we sort of moved to membership uh, and then obviously we moved into the Pride Games, Mm -hmm. which started in 2016. We played Fremantle uh, at... Dremoyne Oval for a pre-season game which they called a pride game so the flags and the the, mm-hmm. the 50 meter arc um, but it wasn't for points so the first one was 2016 we've won all but one 
So uh, the one in Brisbane during lockdown, which mm-hmm. we lost. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the so the Rainbow Swans is is is, is a um, obviously official supporter group of the the club. Um, I personally sit um, on the diversity action panel so with the the diversity action plan um which has got the four pillars of multicultural women um uh, disability and lgbtiq plus so part of that was obviously the pride ground uh, part of that was mardi gras which we will we'll probably touch on uh and the support for the community and basically the the message that everybody is welcome at the football regardless of and and i go for i mean i, I definitely regardless of sexuality uh, gender um, or any any other way that you want to identify in that regard, but certainly also um, uh, disability, race, religion. Um, you know, you take that whether it, whether you're male, female, or or um, so it, it's 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 just it's bigger than that. And I think that's what people lose about this is mm-hmm. everybody's welcome. Um, and but yeah, the Swans have been amazing in their support for us. That's brilliant. That's, that's such, such a journey. It's yes. such a, a long time, 20 odd years uh, yes. to get to where we are yep. now, where I would go so far, and I'm sure you've got some feelings about it, whether the Pride Round and the Swans support uh, within the LGBTQI plus community seems to be quite solid. It's, it is. It's, it's made up <clears throat> within the DNA of the club now, I would say. Um, look, uh, what other club would have me as their number one ticket holder? I suppose that's a that's a that's a fair fair yep. fair statement for them to make. Um, the second thing is, they're not just that they they stand by what they believe in, but they they cross out in all different communities, mm. um, not just ours. But the the strength of their bond with our community is is excellent. They were the first professional sporting club in the world to walk, walk in Mardi Gras, and they've continued to do that every year albeit the LA Rams joined them this year, which was a bit of fun, a bit more, bit anyway. more sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you know, their commitment to the community um, is is steadfast. And obviously now there's the AFLW um, program, which has also got um, quite a, a good LGBTIQ representation in the team. Um, it's, 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 it's ongoing. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the Swans being the first, and you made clear, the only team in the AFL so far to walk in the Mardi Gras. Yes. As, as it stands yep, at the moment. Absolutely. Um, there's been no other. I think the NRL, there's been no club. Mm. I could be wrong. I know that the Adelaide Crows supporter group, so um, Rainbow Crows have come up and marched oh, brilliant. Um, yep. several times, and but they've, there's been no other team. Mm. So, um, and there have been... Um, uh, like the Newtown Breakaways, they've marched, mm-hmm. um, but and 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 I think a few university teams, but not of AFL. AFL, no level. AFL team. Now that's got to be an enormous jump up to giving the exposure for the community by getting the Swans yep. in. Um, and it's 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 remarkable. Um, I've marched in a few with 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 the team and the and and. The supporters and and their the reception that they get, whether it's been in the SCG, um, which we did, did a few times through lockdown and through through the pandemic, to up again this year walking back up Oxford Street, it's been pretty cool. Mm. Um, and it's uh, it's it is it, you get it's a, it's a warm fuzzy feeling <laughs> to be honest to do it. Um, you miss out the rest of the parade because you don't get to see it all because it's <laughs> but it's it we always get a great reception and yeah. it's really good for. 
um, people in the area as well mm. to know that the SCG is in the middle of the heartland and um, that there is a safe space for people to, to go and watch sport That's and right. AFL's bloody good sport to watch. Yeah, absolutely. The best sport to watch. I think it is. It is absolutely <laughs> is. Now, to touch on that point, mm. uh, a safe place for everyone to watch sports. Now, there are parts of the community um, mm-hmm. that, of course, change happens gradually. There's nothing that changes overnight and I think this... Um, inclusion of pride round in the afl community is part of that and like any other change in society there is the odd comment and the it's less so nowadays definitely i've noticed but definitely is out there frequently where politics does not belong in sport now but no how one, do you feel about that no one can actually tell me why sure. it shouldn't belong in sport why why when when you've got um i mean we're not talking about this is the funny thing. We're not talking about the the and and by the way, the players and the coaching staff of the Swans are very supportive of us and and all the 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 things that the Swans do for the community. But the Swans are not taking anything away from the coaching program. There is a full coaching program in place to coach and play for good football for both men and women. Then they've got in their budget a completely other section of community engagement, community work, people that actually its job it is to lead and be uh, community leaders in in projects whether it be in the the, the gay community or the disability section or or what we're just talking about don't forget the swans were the first club to do a recognition action plan so the rap which then turned into um which man grook and then turned into the whole round Uh, and most other teams now have a rap and they followed the swans lead on that perfect um so why why do why it's not politics i mean being being supportive of indigenous rights having a say about the voice uh, to parliament having you know saying coming out and saying yes supporting the gay marriage plebiscite um supporting uh refugees support why that's not politics it's just human it's just good human decency yeah. it's, it's treating everyone equally mm-hmm. and so everyone says to me politics should stand for well there's not politics we're not talking about strikes we're not talking about wage rises we're not talking about liberal labor greens independence that's politics this is just life and sure. this is everyone having a fair crack and i think that a sporting platform is a perfect platform where you've got um, people that are passionate about it from all walks of life. You're not you're not talking about a, a centralised, you know, local football club that would probably be sometimes they're ethnic. You know, they they so there's a lot of the same. When you've got a, a club like the Swans, you've got so many different people involved and you've so you've got a platform to touch so many people so have not yet had anyone say to me a good reason why it shouldn't be it's very compelling very compelling and i look just Just slightly passionate very passionate (laughs) and and, and i totally agree with you and my my position on it just from a personal perspective is you nailed it at the end of the day we're talking about the supporters that turn up to the game (laughs) and giving them a safe inclusive space that they can be who they are and why not enjoy that and why not enjoy that together as a community? So politics doesn't come into it at all. It's what the club wants to do and it's supporting their own people. But it's also, it, 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 I mean, it should, it's, it, to me it's not politics, but nor should it be politics. It's just, I mean, it's just, again, it's human decency, it's equality yeah. and it's just treating everyone the same yeah. and with due respect. And that's what the Swans do incredibly well. Yeah, perfect. Now, 
touch on, on the Swans then. Um, there's other clubs, as you mentioned, the Rainbow Crows. Yep. Um, Saints, of course, have their, have their setup and have always been a part of Pride Round. Um, it, what's going on with the other clubs? Are they getting themselves involved, organised? Yep. What's the number they say? So, so, and I, I think, I think, um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure every club now has a supporter group, not all official. Mm-hmm. So not all clubs um, have official supporter groups as, as um, an LGBTI plus um, group, but uh, some do, and there's a, there's a lot of movement and it's growing. And um, at the gather round, there was a meeting of all the pride groups. Um, so uh, it was getting a bit more movement prior to COVID and then obviously COVID sort of Softened killed a lot a bit, of stuff yeah. uh, and now it's getting back on its legs again. So um, we are hoping that one day there will be a Pride round. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that will bring a lot more vitriol and just the Pride <laughs> game um, from many, many clubs. The AFL seem to jump on the bandwagon and I use bandwagon um, very quickly with the AFLW, but they didn't with the, the men's and they're reluctant to do it, mm-hmm. saying that there's too many rounds um but given the success uh and and the love of the the pride game brings i think it would be a great thing to do as a round yeah absolutely and definitely so iconic for sydney sydney being the gay capital of australia gay capital of the world world, for that matter (laughs) um definitely from the southern hemisphere you'd start there and arguably you'd make a good case to say it's probably the more open in the world and last year having uh, world pride um in the city which would have been superb yeah i mean the month of february uh this year uh was just unbelievable and the sydney was buzzing and it's pride month against now around the world so um you know everywhere you look um sports teams and and uh, businesses are, are, are moving towards that um and it's just, it is a natural progression it will happen one day um mm. we'll keep singing the singing the song in the hope that it will happen um but it's it look and it's everyone says well why do we have a pride round absolutely um and I think that was one of your questions. It but, was going to be, but yeah, I'm glad um, you jumped I'll, in I'll, now. I'll yeah. jump in there. So there's, there's two reasons. A, it's a celebration of um, and, and, and making everybody feel welcome. And then it's also we need it because of the opposition to it. So when, and when we can put something up and say we're doing this and there's not on both on social media and, and websites and everywhere else, there's not the vitriol and the hatred that comes out about it afterwards. So when that stops, we don't need it anymore. We've won the battle. Um, But we're in 2023 and we still have it and um, therefore uh, we still need to do it. That's right. And it's education as well as a celebration. Yeah, a a lot of movement has happened Mm. uh, in terms of LGBTI plus community mm. uh, in order to uh, advance their standing in, in society and everything and be very accepting of them. Um, I mean, gay marriage was only legalised a couple yep. of years ago, right? And that yep. was to very, in quotations, controversial mm-hmm. stands by certain parts of um I mean, there was still a massive no campaign for that. Yeah. I mean, it's... <sighs> the basis of why you care <laughs> who anyone about with that is. either, but, you yeah. know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's also about... Um, you know, it's it's a really sad topic of conversation, but youth suicide against against um, youth suicide in 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 gay tra- gay and trans or LGBTIQ plus youth is mm. is you know significantly higher than than that in the um, 
the wider community and there's there's a, there's a specific reason for that is the, the, the trouble that they feel in not having acceptance and not being welcome so any leadership that can be shown by by anyone in that regard and and guaranteed absolutely i can say hand on heart that the pride game will save lives this year there will be a kid or someone who comes to the football or sees it or does something and go i'm i'm normal and saves their life and you know i remember um was the first pride round and a father came up to me and he said i've got a a young trans boy who's 14 and, and was just looking at transitioning and trying to come to terms with himself and we put him in the the guard of honor and 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 we got a com, you know conversation afterwards saying that saved my my son's life thank you and that kind of thing yeah. which you know so it's it's not just about that it's about you know so why do we have one there's it's the celebrate we'll con- even when we don't need to we'll continue doing it because it's so mm. it's so worthy but it does save lives absolutely you said it perfectly i think there is no real opposition to why we do it really it's only benefits to doing yeah. it for improving our society and our community generally yeah. Yeah. i think any other take on that i think it's just probably not a take on of realism or or perhaps it's not been exposure to 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 some of the, the plights that have been unfortunately I mean, there's, look, people say to me all the time, oh, well, you know, I can, why can't I come and, and, and have a religious round or a, because religion is traditionally the opposition to, to same-sex relationships and, or, you know, issues in that area. Um, and I don't have, I, I, I don't just stop anyone from believing in anything that they want to believe in um, and, and respect everyone and everyone should be able to do that. Um, but it just it, it's just that respect. It's just, you know, so, uh, yes, yeah, well, it's very yeah, tiring. Most, yeah, well, religion is also protected <laughs> yes. by laws. In, in, by laws and constitutions and everything in yep. between, and you know a lot more given uh, yep. your law degree than I, than I would, but it, pride uh, and LGBTI plus community, not necessarily. No. Um, it, it's no. only been some recent times where even just asking uh, was <laughs> not allowed or it's irrelevant to, you know, change someone uh, or, or sorry affect someone in their um, place of work or in any social setting yep. on it's, that basis it's been protected now yes yes so it's um i mean again we've come a long way but uh we've still got and I, again i i sit there looking at all the comments and uh, feedback that you get and you just go we've just got so so, lost so far to go um and that's just don't forget that's just to get to even peggings it's not mm. we don't want more we don't be nice but we we just want to be treated like everybody else yeah and welcome at the football yep be accepted be accepted be accepted for who you are yep now on that basis mm. aflw yep. is not pride around but mm-hmm. the aflw has really from my eyes from the outside probably looking in um been an enormous jump into Pride Round, given mm-hmm. that the AFLW do have many openly gay and lesbian players within mm-hmm. the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, how has that impacted yourself and Rainbow Swans and just given maybe more oomph to the, to the team and the club and the movement generally? Um, look, I've... I've absolutely loved um, AFLW. Um, obviously, I have I've Adelaide when my sort of my 
female team until last year when we had our team because uh, you have to follow follow someone um, and and I really like what what Adelaide do and the support for their the community there so I felt like that was a great um, uh, movement but um, it is I mean even last night we were just talking um, we had a function at the club and we were talking to James Robonham and Justin and, and, and Lizard um, about the impact that the women have coming in and it just feels whole so mm. Um, and there's no, I mean, sexuality at, at, in the in the women's team is not an issue. It, it's, um, you know, there's quite a lot of out players. There's quite a lot of players who aren't out but um, just want to leave and play football. Uh, it's quite a lot of straight players. It doesn't matter, um, which will end up being the case in the men's side. It, it's just a generational thing. And I yeah. genuinely believe that in the next five six seven eight years we will see just a crop of boys come through the academy who who are just out and have lived their way that whole time and will be drafted as that and and it will not be the coming out that it's going to everyone thinks it's going to be but um and so I, i think that but it it the the advent of the women's competition has just shown that it is just normal. People just—it's just about more about football than it is about anything else. Um, but that you can walk the red carpet with your wife, or you can mm. your wife can have a child, or you can, and just as you could walk the red carpet with your husband, you know, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. You still—it's about football at the end of the day, right? Yeah, play footy. Yeah. We're here to play footy, um, <laughs> but celebrate it along the way. <laughs> That's right. We play footy and celebrate our community yes. along the way. Um, okay, on that basis, then. So you touched on the AFL uh, men's. There is no openly gay AFL no, men's not. players out there at the moment. Statistics tells us there's quite a lot yep. in football right now as we stand. If you listen to Gillan McLaughlin, he says he knows of some. In the, he recently said, I, I know of some, but they're, they're not ready to come out yet. Mm. Fine. They don't need to. Um, mm. And I probably, look, if I was a... I think it would be incredibly difficult to do that. Um, but if you look at someone like Josh Cavallo, uh, who plays down at Adelaide in the in the A League, mm. in the in the soccer football, That's right. first time um, openly professional men's sports, yep, in the world. Yep. Um, and then uh, the basketballer, but um, Josh Cavallo is now. I mean, I'm just using him as an example, but he's now a Ralph Lauren model and travels the world as such a high profile individual. So it's not worked badly out for no. him, has it? So <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I know, and he actually spoke to the um, the team last year before the Pride round. Um, so I think that the expectations uh, and the weight that would be for that would be very difficult. But I reckon the the players uh, in any of the teams would just be so because yep. they probably know anyway. You know, right. it's it's you 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 live and breathe and travel with these people. If you if you don't know, then um, or they're hiding it very well. But um, you know, I don't reckon it would be. I reckon they'd be have the full support. I know I've spoken with Tom Harley about this, and we sort of say, well, it would just be business as usual for us. Mm. I think where it would come from would be um, the crowd. You know, if we're yeah. still, if this day and age we're still uh, throwing racial abuse at, at mm. players, which I, I just still can't get my head around and yeah. fathom how. Uh, how I know twenty twenty three. Then there would be homophobic abuse held at a player on the field, but. Yeah. And I don't think that that's – I mean, it's a big weight for someone. But, mm. again, it'll happen. It'll just be that someone will just be and it'll just – so it's like, when I, you know, my my uh, my daughter identifies as, as gay. Um, she spoke to the AFLW players at the beginning of – the, the before the Pride round last year. Um, and for her to just have 
such an open environment to grow up in. So if she ever made it to Alyssa, it's just going to be the same sort of thing with a boy. Mm. Um, if they're just going to be, you know, the 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds at the moment all know and are safe to be who they want to be they're not going to suddenly go i'm not just because i want to play afl yeah, yeah. good luck hiding it yeah, anyway it's not yeah. it's not it's not how it's going to work yeah. so i think that will be where we where we grow but mm. um and and you know so the next generation of afl players will be probably similar to probably not in the same numbers as aflw but they'll be there it's interesting you say all of that because my angle and i think you've nailed it when you suggest that it most likely would be someone who's been openly gay for some time in sports and just so happy to be, you know, picked up by a team and, and lives their life uh, as a gay footballer and, and, and it turns out no one cared anyway. Yeah. Um, it's less likely to perhaps be an existing player um, yeah. unless they come out when it's past the game, when, yeah. when they've since left the game. And that wouldn't surprise me Ian Roberts did that in, 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 in NRL, NRL. Oh God, in the, what, in the 90s. I'm trying to yeah. think of when he retired and who he played when I was a kid. But... Um, um, I mean, it, again, it's 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 just should not be a big deal. It should just be congratulations. That's awesome. I'm glad you feel good about yourself. Move on. Um, nothing to see. It's almost nothing to see here. But we know in reality that's not what's going to happen. We know that there's yep. going to be a circus, and that's the, the yeah, beginning. and that's the unfortunate part about it. But uh, not if it just happens. Not if it just happens. And I think at the end of the day, definitely from my standpoint, and I dare say, and you may be closer to this than I am, but I dare say that. The majority of people are already accepting of the society. Yep. They're perfectly fine. It's that minority of really loud people. Loud. That, that loud and obnoxious people that yes. are causing most of the noise. Yes. Would that be fair? Yeah, I'd, I'd look, I would tend to absolutely agree with that. The majority of, of, of the community, I mean, A, we saw that in the plebiscite, but B, um, most people, it is 2023 and it is most, most people do just move on unless there is strong religious beliefs or something like that that um holds them to a to a different standard uh, around around that most people are, are it's just par for the course mm. um but unfortunately like with most things there's a lot of loud noise <laughs> from the hatred group yeah. uh and and you know they go away you know as far as i'm concerned we don't need you as a supporter if the, if you don't like this and you don't like that and this everything else you're not you're not we don't want you like it's it's don't let the door hit you on the way out is my <laughs> it's handy yeah, um and they don't they're just loud and they're just obnoxious and rude and and often from behind a veil of of, of a nominity yeah. or I can never say that right um, <laughs> secrecy or, yeah. or, or a, fa a false persona because yeah. in the everyday they're probably not going to say that to their neighbor or they're not going to say that to the person down the road so um, the computers and social media and and and, and all of those things allows a platform for people to do that um, so I think if for the people that are listening in right now um, and in particular there'd probably be a lot of um, now, LGBTQI plus uh, AFL members I'd be wanting to hear from yourself and perhaps from myself as a cis male you know, society is designed for me yep. for, for the most part it is okay let's, let's suggest that as a young man um, youngish man let's, let's go with we'll, that we'll both pretend we're young it's yeah, okay yeah, I've got grey hair so let's talk about it um, it's it's really it's really something that only a minority of people are making a lot of noise about mm. and the majority of the community in the AFL community and beyond are accepting of your lifestyle mm -hmm. and want to celebrate you 
and you won't hear the complaints from them. Mm. I think that's something they should really take on. The entire Swans community is behind you. Mm. So when you do turn up to Pride Round on, on, on Thursday, or if you can't make it, um, just remember that this round is for you. It's designed by a lot of people who very much love the community and want to give as much as they can to make sure that your your sector society is open and welcomed on. I think that that'd be something yeah, you need to point and, out. And I and I thank you. I think that I think it's um it's a great it's a great thing. And I think for all the people that want to um, send some sort of or just be supportive, it's just to drown out the noise. Mm. It's if if the if if you point out. Um, and you usually, you know, you, it's often that people say something that's it's stupid, like oh, there's a drag show at the at three quarter time. Don't yeah. take your children because they're grooming pedophiles. I mean, <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. nonsensical. It's so ridiculous. So it's yeah. it's just it's it's almost just well, how does that work? <laughs> you, yeah, know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's uh it, it so it's 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 really also just pointing out the stupidity of a lot of comments or mm. and just and just su- supporting and and cheering for the swans in 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 their support for the community and mm. saying congratulations well done yeah. um because it is like i said again it, it makes a lot of people happy and it saves a lot of lives mm. and it makes a lot of people feel uh welcome that they've never felt before yeah exactly in, in many other ways yep. So, yep. So for the Swans fan out there, or non-Swans fan, I'm hoping that some general AFL fans are listening in to us. Um, for any of them that potentially are wanting to support the movement, wanting to give as much as they can, but also feel sheepish or perhaps um, concerned that if they're perhaps too loud, they might be knocked down by, by the hammer. How can they support the movement? How can they support the AFL Pride Round generally? Well, I think it's just that it's being louder than the than the what I call the bullies or the noise, mm-hmm. um, and pointing out that usually if they say a stupid comment, it's just pointing out well how does that work, and they usually shut up and go away or um, you know um, disappear. Um, it's just about being supportive, saying welcome. You know, if there's someone, because there will be people that have never been that turn up on Thursday that have never been to an AFL game of football, but they're there because amazing. Yeah, yeah. but they're there because they've been invited or they they feel welcome. So it's just about if you see someone who's not quite sure what to do or they've got a question about, it, answer the question. Like, let people fall in love with football in a welcome environment that that um, that's supportive. Mm. You know what's better than watching the Swans? Watching the Swans with many, many fans. Yes, it's this, so good. That's the best And then part. watching them win with many, many watching fans. Watching them win with many fans. Right. <laughs> we've been through so many losses, but there's so many wins as well. And I think we're probably, I think now we're probably on the uh, winning side of my mm. my tenure okay. um, in, <laughs> my, point, in my yeah. life. So I think we're now <laughs> venturing into the, I've, I've seen more wins than losses. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, I should probably do the stats. but um, <laughs> And it's just about that. And it, But it's also about... Um, you know, if you see, um, I mean, the the Swans have a relationship with Down Syndrome New South Wales, so there's, you know, we often quite have um, um, partnership events there. So it's it's about um, seeing anyone welcome, mm. welcome to the footy. Who's going to win today? Just yeah. having a conversation. Just a, it's about normalcy. It's about um, I can do this and I can have my passion and 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 be me. Mm with fellow Swans fans hmm. you know that to me is the most important thing that's beautiful well, I'm not going to wrap it up any more than that yeah. that's perfect <laughs> that's good go Swans just up to win Look, thank you so much for your time no today. thanks much for much having me it. if someone out there wants to get involved in the Rainbow Swans how can they do that uh, rainbowswans.org so we're on Facebook Instagram 
uh, Rainbow Swans Org on, on uh, the website, and there's probably links through from the Swans website as well through to us. I think you go to um, members and supporters, and we're there um, with the cheer squad and um, Lass, which is the uh, ladies of the Sydney Swans. Um, yeah, but we'd love. Yeah, feel free to come along. We just on that we 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 watch away games together at the pub. We usually have a function before or after. This this Thursday night we've got a uh, a function after at the RHI where we've got a drag king performer uh, coming in. So and 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 some giveaways. So it will be it'll be a fun night and uh, hopefully we're celebrating a win, which would be great in Buddy's three fiftieth. Mm. Uh, f- strange fact: the Pride game for his three was he played in his three hundredth in a Pride game. We smashed St Kilda. It was also Heath, uh, Nick, and uh, McVeigh, McVeigh, and, and Kieran Jack's last mm. last game. Yep. Uh, that, but yeah, so fingers crossed we do the what we did in the th- three hundred to the three fiftieth. So good on Buddy, and he's been a great. He and Jacinta have been great supporters mm. of our community and and the Rainbow Swans. So congratulations, Tim. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Serena. Appreciate your time. Cool.